Hey guys, it's She Sheds Real Light with Crystal Price and Susan Price, and today's topic is What's Your Why? Oh my goodness. I am so excited that we're back in action. Me too. It seems like it has been forever. What a long-awaited kind of break, but seriously, who knew all this stuff was going to happen before we were like, okay, let's break? I know. It's like God's timing was perfect. He knew what we would need, so... Well, I've enjoyed the break, though. We've been able to get other stuff done. I have, and I've really enjoyed doing the YouTube channel. YouTube channel has been so much fun, and it's been a little bit of a different side of us, which Mm -hmm. I think has been really good for people to get to know us and our personalities a bit more versus um, just as much. We do so much more, I think, serious talk on here, which I love Mm -hmm. because I learn so much even through what we talk about. But um, it's been fun doing the YouTube, too. Yeah. I like that side, too, just because then they can see our non-serious side of things. And it's fun, too. They're two total different things. But I enjoy this, too, because like you said, I take away a lot from it, too. Like, we're learning with y'all. Yeah. I think learning so much. So, what's your why? What a perfect thing to talk about um, right now in this world, considering that we are going through so much. And I know for myself that I've even questioned like, what is my purpose? What is my why right now? What am I doing? You know what I mean? And, and so what a great time to talk about what's your why? Like, where do we get our why from? And I, I, um, consider, you know, like, we have a why for different things like parenting. Like what's your why when you're parenting? What's your why? But truly it kind of evolves around like is your why where it should be? Like where is your purpose falling? And everyone has a different purpose, but like the main part. Okay, what I'm seeing in my head honestly is one of those like little charts where you've got like the circle in the middle. Do you remember making those? The diagram? Yes. Yes. Um, In school where you have like the circle in the middle and then you have lines pointing off of it and then you have other like bubbles and then bubbles pointing off of that. And so I see in the middle like me and Jesus. Mm-hmm. And then on each little circle diagram off of it, I see like my children, my spouse, my friends, mm-hmm. my ministry. And it's like, what's your why? Jesus has to drag into each one of those. And then off of those bubbles kind of have to be like specifics of what's your purpose for that? What's your why for each individual thing? And I think it's different. But I don't know why I just envisioned envisioned that in my head. But that's kind of what I saw. I like that. Now I kind of want to do that. I know. Me too. That would be a good activity to give y'all some activity work right there. Right. Pause. Halt. And go do your bubble chart. And then come back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's totally true, though, because it. I think it kind of puts things in perspective, too, because, you know, in the center should be God always. Yeah. And so I don't feel like we can pursue our why unless we're living in the what with God, like mm, what good. he wants us to be, who he wants us to be, who he's called us to be. Yeah. But in order to do those things, we have to have our relationship right with him before we can go do our why in the out world, out in the world, you know? No, I mean, how true is that? Because if the center bubble, I I guess now I'm just going to refer to this daggone chart, (laughs) but if the center bubble of you and and God is not right, then how 
are those projected ones that you're drawing out ever going to be right? Mm -hmm. Like your why with him and the purpose and the calling that he has on your life has to be the direction of which you perspire or is it perspire? I don't know. Oh, goodness. I don't know. What, what the direction in which you, like, point each individual thing that you have off of that. So, like, for instance, with your spouse, like, it has to be where your purpose, God and you have to be the purpose of what you're driving that, that bubble with kind mm-hmm. of thing, you know? And then you've got to find that. What is that? You know, is he behind it? Is he in the center of it? Or is it you know, something different. I think it's it's finding your why, finding that purpose, finding what drives you, finding that passion um, for your life. So finding your why for each individual thing in your life that's important, but also those little things, those little whys make up the big why. Yeah. You know, we, we work on our families and it's so easy to not always keep Christ at the center of it. And I know for a fact for, through experience that in my own family or in my own marriage, I can see when we're lacking a little bit and we're not yeah. doing the God in the center type thing for our family, it definitely shows. Yeah. And so in order to do our why, we have to fix our what. Yeah. The, that is good. The What I'm tending to go towards too right now is with – with the COVID and with everything that's going on right now, um, I know personally for myself, I have um, struggled at times of making sure that my relationship in the center with God was what you know it was supposed to be. Because you can find purpose and you can find passion of what you desire, but is that what God desires over you? And if that is that what He's calling you to and calling you for? And so I think. This has caused all of us to kind of surrender to our own will and our mm-hmm. way because we have no idea. We're living in a completely uncertain world right now. Right. You know, something that's so uncertain that sometimes we don't even know if like, okay, how's this this day? You know, our day is normally consistent of this, mm-hmm. but it could be totally something different. We don't know if our kids are going back to school. All this uncertainty lies ahead of us. And I think it's the point where we're trying to make sure that God is our why in all of this. Like, Mm -hmm. no matter what we're doing, no matter where we find ourselves, no matter if everything is taken away from us, God is our why. Mm -hmm. And that's strictly our why. And it's trying to find that insight in all of this chaos, which has truly been hard. I mean, I think, not just even for myself, I I mean, I I would think that this would be hard for me even of the strictest... Bible loving, I, you know what I mean? Like, it's this is a hard season mm-hmm. for so many people. It is. It's been difficult for everyone. And, you know, my word for the year was intentional. Mm-hmm. And so and as you're sitting here talking, and I know you've said recently and previously, too, you've said, but if God were to strip everything away, who am I without all of that? You've yeah. said that before. And we kind of had had everything stripped away. We have our basics. We have our family. We have God. But are we really clinging to him in this time? Um, but also, you know, my word being intentional, I'm sitting here thinking while you're speaking, like, have I really been intentional through the uncertainty? Mm-hmm. Because since all this has happened, I've been saying uncertainty. That's my word. Yeah. And I know you've said it a lot. And it's just, we're all in uncertain times. And so, have I been intentional? Probably not. You know, yeah. I think that this is an amazing time to be able to get a lot of things done that mm-hmm. we probably put on the back burner often. I feel like 
I feel like you can be, if you're a go-getter, even if you're not, you can chase those dreams through all this, it, but it's hard because I feel like it's a mental battlefield to yeah. you. And so it's like, if you're not weighing those things out and you're not in that relationship with God closely like you should be, then it's harder to go pursue those things. But I feel like a lot of people are dreaming and birthing a lot of different things right now too. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I'm thinking on it, I don't really feel like I have fully been intentional in the uncertainty. Yeah. Well, the the words too that come to my head is um, not just uncertainty too, but um, trust, being able to trust because in control, that's the one that I really wanted to say is control. We, as no matter what we say, we all have kind of a an issue with control. I mean, you can say you don't or whatever, but do. when things are starting to be stripped away from you and you can't really control like your kid's going to school or you can't control whether or not you have this job or you're going to find a job or you can't control what's happening in this world or you're going to get sick or you're not going to... Like, you can't... You have no control. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, we don't have any control. But the thing is, is what's happening right now is our trust is is being pre- pretty much pushed mm-hmm. to see where our trust lies and I, that is the big thing too is here in in finding this uncertain times and and the control and all of this stuff we're so used to being able to have a little piece even mm-hmm. if it's just a dab of that control on our why mm-hmm on our purpose, on our passions. Like we have this little thing of still like, I've got a little bit of it in my hands. Like I, I kind of know a little bit of it, but it's all, but what if it's all gone and it's kind of all been stripped of just right now. So, and now we're like, okay, it is my why really God. Like, is that where I'm going to first to find that purpose and that passion? Or am I still having a little bit of control over what that is? And and, you know, I, that is really an eye-opening thing to me, even just speaking about it, because I, I believe that that can have a grip on us, and we don't we don't realize it until it is taken away. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't realize it, because we're, hu- we're human, you know? Mm-hmm. We just don't realize it, and I think God is just doing some massively big things, but these big things just don't feel safe to us, mm-hmm. but they are. You know, because ultimately, if we have him where he needs to be, then they are. He's going to protect. He's going to provide. Um, he is our fortress, mm-hmm. you know, but um, it's just scary, you know. And so what what do we do when we're scared? Do we do we run to the right things all the time? Where are we running? You know, it's just a, it's just a whole thing, a whole aspect, if you think about it, of just different, different things that we talk about. We've talked about so much on this podcast, but... Mm-hmm. Um, they're really being seen from a different light now. Yeah, truly. Like, I, I do feel like for myself, a lot has been stripped away. Um, and so I have already have control issues as it is, like you were talking about. And so having control issues and then not being able to control hardly anything in your life at the moment, because like you said, it is all out of our control. I really do feel that it is a test and for us, you know, for us to seek God more, to be more intentional in our time with Him. And that big word, trust, trust him. It is so hard to trust him when we don't have any control over anything. And so, you know, having things 
that we do on a daily basis or having things that we do that we enjoy and then having that taken away, it can be depressing. Like it can, it can do a number on your mental health. And so that's where Jesus comes in and that's where a relationship with him not just needs to begin, but it needs to continue and it Mm -hmm. needs to be deeper. But I do know for myself that, you know, I also feel like it's difficult because if you, let's just say you have a ministry and, or you, or you have this business or whatever it may be, you have these things that you love, but it's hard to be able to do them because you don't have control over if you can go to work, if you can do your ministry. And so you sit back and you wonder like, what's next and right. where's this going to go from here? Or is, is this done? Is this, you know, there's so many business owners that are like, I may have to go under, like yeah. my business may not exist anymore after mm-hmm. this. So, I mean, think about all the hairstylists who couldn't work for so long, you know, they depend on that money to pay their bills, to pay their, their rent, wherever they're yeah. at for their salon. So I just feel like it is definitely a moment of trusting God in the uncertainty, in the unknown, in the places where we have no self-control yeah. at all. Yeah, I also wanted to say too, let's just get real and let's get honest for a second. Even when we have God, I have a relationship with God mm-hmm. and I and I and I do. I I you know, I, I wake up in the morning and I would say, you know, I wouldn't say my relationship with God is perfect by no means. And right. it's, you know, but I have a relationship with God. But even through these times of knowing my wives being God, I have questioned things. Mm-hmm. I have wondered. And there has been times where I have had to strictly just get down on my knees and pray because I have literally felt hopeless. Mm-hmm. That is just being real and quite frank and quite honest. And that's the beautiful thing, though, about knowing God and Him being at the center and Him being your ultimate why before everything else is because in these times of feeling hopeless at some times, in these times of feeling uncertain, as we've said a hundred times, is these times of feeling scared and frightened and fearful and all of that kind of stuff. I cannot imagine someone who does not have a relationship with Christ because that even is an anchor when I am, uh, that hope, that anchor for my soul when I am feeling so fearful and so down and so I don't know what to do and and I don't know what's going to happen and and I'm scared or whatever it may be in in everything. Mm -hmm. And at least I know I can get down on my knees and I can call out to God and there is a piece of my spirit and my soul that is just refreshed and renewed in that moment and it may just be for that moment and it might not be for a moment yeah but I know I have that Mm -hmm. and I know that I have that why that I live for I live for God every day and I know that I have that and I think you know and and I pray that if you're listening to this and you don't have that and you feel hopeless and you feel down and you and you don't feel like you have that why or that relationship or not you know reach out to someone who you trust and and who you know that will pray for you, reach out to us because that is one thing that during this in this in in during this time I would say that I have really had to dig deep. Mm-hmm. Like it's not just it, this would not be a surface surface level time of where I'm just skimming through. I'm like, "Hey God, I'm going to need you to show up and show up big, whether or not it's peace through my whole entire body when I pray. Um, but I need to hear from you, you mm-hmm. know? 
I really feel like now is a time that he is revealing a lot to people. Like he, he's speaking to us. He's showing us our heart issues because obviously we all have them. You know, Mm -hmm. I've dealt with my own and knowing that there's things that need to be worked on every single day. You know, we have to put forth an effort. We're never going to be perfect in our relationship and in our walk with God. But we do get up and we go out and we do the best that we can do. Mm-hmm. And so talking about what's my why, I'm sitting here thinking of my kids and I'm thinking of the parents who are single parents who are working hard, maybe two jobs. They come home long enough to put their kids to bed at night and they don't yeah. get to spend that time with them. And they're just tired and they feel like I can't keep doing this or I can't do this another day or I can't go on or mm-hmm. my kids deserve better because you know, oftentimes we question ourselves and we don't feel qualified, even as a mom. And so I think about those people um, and then throw this on top of it. And then they're struggling because now they got a kid that needs to be schooled at home. Mm -hmm. Also, while this mom is working two jobs. And so my heart just breaks because I know what it's like to feel like there's no hope. Mm -hmm. And so what I want to say to you is hang tight, like just hold on, cling to God, pray. And just know that you do this for your kids, for their for their benefit, so that they can see you as a hard worker. I know it may seem like you're doing too much and you don't want your kids to know you as you work all the time, but I promise you, the older they get, they will see that you did that for them. Mm-hmm. And so that's why we do what we do every day, right? Like we get up, we go to work because we have to put food on the table. We have to clothe our children. We have to put a house over their heads, you know, have running water. And so... When I think about kids, I think about, you know, what's my why in that? And no matter how down you get, how hard it is, keep pushing forward. Yeah. You know, reach out to us if you need somebody to pray with you. Just never give up that hope. Just hang tight, hold on to God, and just pray. Yeah. Um, so many times during this situation and during a thinking, even why God is this happening right now, you know, I, th- I think so many people question what why is this happening or or what's going to happen from this there's so many questions um I can't help but relate or go back to the story of Job in scripture and just how he did have everything stripped from him and he still praised and worshiped God and in my own mind so many times I've gone okay so if everything was taken, would you still, and we said this a few, earlier ago, or earlier, would you still praise and worship God if everything was gone? Your your job was gone. You know, kids' schooling was gone. Um, your health was gone. Like, would you still praise and worship? Mm-hmm. And I have found myself so many times going, would you? Mm-hmm. Would you? Would you still? Are you going to still praise and worship every step of the way? And that's scary to think. A part of me goes, I would hate to say I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. But there's been times where I haven't felt like praising. And I haven't felt like, if we are getting truly honest, there has been times that I haven't felt that way. Mm-hmm. And to be sure, I'm not alone. You're not and so you're sitting here going, but God, but God, and all he has done and all he continues to do and all that we know that he's going to do through this, 
we have to take a step back. And sometimes in order to do that, everything around us has to be uncertain. Mm -hmm. Because the only certain thing that we have ever, no matter what, is God. That's That's the only certain thing that we have. Mm -hmm. And sometimes in life and in chaos and in the busyness and in the all the things that happen, we cannot get still enough to see what is certain. Right. And right now, I can't help but go, we have said uncertainty, uncertainty, uncertainty. And we have been talking about this, me and you, for months now on conversations. And I'm going right now, what the heck? (laughs) We know what is certain. It doesn't matter what has been uncertain. It doesn't matter what uncertainty we are going through right now. We know the God of possibilities, the God of everything. We know the God of goodness, the God of goodness. He is a certain God. And our uncertainty doesn't lie in anything of this world. It lies in Him. Mm -hmm. And we can be certain on one thing. That no matter what, no matter where things may end up, no matter the why stuff, that God is certain. He is certain. And He is going to see us through to something better, to something good, to something complete. And that's why our hope and trust has to be in Him. And that's why right now, even as everything feels so uncertain, that we, we as Christians, as believers, as relationship followers can be certain. And when people come up to us and they go, Oh my goodness, and I'm guilty. Everything feels so uncertain right now. Girl, let me tell you something. Friend, let me tell you something. I... Believe and trust and hope in a God who is certain of all things. He makes all things good. He makes all things great. And he does all things exceedingly abundantly over anything that we can imagine. Our trust and our hope can be certain in that right now. Man, I think I just preached to myself for a second. You preached to me too. Right? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm sitting here going, what? in the world it's so true though like god never changes he's unchanging he stays the same we change daily yeah like he stays the same no matter what his love remains the same it doesn't matter what we do he never leaves us like it stays the same and so it's so easy to say if everything was taken away from us would i still praise and worship god it's so easy to say oh yeah Yeah. absolutely yeah But there's been times throughout this that I haven't wanted to because it's so hard to praise when you just don't feel like rolling out of bed. I mean, I'm just being honest. Like there's days where you don't want to have to get up and face the real world of everything and the uncertainty that it brings daily, day after day. But even before this, I mean, we're not we're not certain of anything like it is not in our hands. We are right. It's out of our control. It's not in our hands. God holds our life in his hands. He has the final say. So I do see that this, it could be taken as a test to us. Like we got to wake up. 
We've got to realize who is in control, who will always be in control. We never had control to begin with. Mm-hmm. We just think that we do. We make and control the things at home and our families. But ultimately, at the end of the day, the big things in our lives are the things that happen on a daily basis. It's out of our control. Mm-hmm. And so we got to wake up. We got to wake up and we really have to be intentional. And I know I've said that already, but I don't, I don't know why we feel the need to say, oh yeah, absolutely. I'll still praise. I'll still worship. Will we though? Like, would you really praise and worship God if you were in the deepest and darkest place? Sometimes people that instantly run to God, people who don't even have a relationship when they have hit rock Mm -hmm. bottom, they don't have nothing left but to cry out to God. Mm -hmm. But I feel like for a Christian or that already has a relationship with God, it's so easy that when you're at rock bottom to turn from God. Mm-hmm. And because I feel like we feel like we've been let down. But what we don't realize, it will get better. It always gets better. It's a, it's a moment. It's a season. It, there's a purpose behind it. And God will always take what we are facing, what we are going through, what we are dealing with, and use it for something so good, something greater through it all, we can't see that. We can't see on the other side. But in our hearts, we have to cling and hold to that promise that he will bring something great out of it. Yes. You said it all. And I honestly think that we could end it right now with just what you said. He has the final say. Mm -hmm. No matter what. He has the final say. He knows the plans for us. He has made plans to prosper us and a few for a future for us. He has the final say. Nothing here, nothing we could ever do, yeah. nothing we could ever imagine is any greater than his final say over our lives mm-hmm. and over this situation currently. Yep. And anything else, God is our why and create that bubble chart and and find your whys and your purpose and your passions and everything that you do and center God in that middle of that and believe in the certainty that comes with the relationship with him. Mm-hmm. Everything else will fall into place. That's right. I know this is a little bit different of what's your why. Isn't we're not getting to the root of like what's our why? Why are we doing what we're doing? But it just is truly a lesson, even for ourselves, that we have to put God at the center of everything we do. And then in our families and in our ministries and in our churches and wherever else we we flow out of, God is always faithful and we just have to be obedient. And once we start working on the parts that we need to work on and keeping God at the center of it, everything else will fall into place. He will show you what your why is. Yes. I love it. I love that. And maybe we know another podcast that we do will hit on like actually the purpose and the passion of the why of what we do and how we strive. But I think God led this conversation to where exactly he needed it Mm -hmm. to go. Not even just for our own hearts, but I'm sure other people's hearts. But I know that my heart has been touched by just us talking tonight about the specific things because Susan and I don't have any notes. We haven't talked about honestly what we were going to really discuss. And this has just been a straight conversation from our hearts and from our own why and our own passions of just wanting to serve him and to be better relationship followers of of who he is and how great he has been to us and so Mm -hmm. we hope that this has touched you today and we can't wait to get back on this every wednesday make sure you comment make sure um 
you like under our channel and make sure you subscribe so that you are updated when we release a new episode and follow us on all social media accounts Mm -hmm. and make sure to share I mean we say it all the time if there's something that you've heard that touches your heart there's other people that you know it would touch theirs too and so Again, like Crystal said, we don't have notes. We are speaking directly from our hearts, from what God has placed on them, and just really sharing with y'all the realness of what we've been through during this crazy time, too. So definitely follow us so that you can keep up with all the latest news that we have. And we will talk to you next week. Yes. Bye, guys. Bye.